This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Wednesday, the 24th of August. In your sport today, Nick Kyrgios is facing a double court time. Alexander Volkanovsky is the best in the world. Kevin Durant is staying put in a weird way to drink a beer. This is your sport today. Starting today with tennis news, Australia's Nick Kyrgios is preparing for the US Open, which starts on Monday in New York. When he gets home next month, he'll have a few weeks to get ready for his court case after it was adjourned six weeks yesterday. So the context here is that in July during Wimbledon, Kyrgios was summoned to the ACT Magistrate Court over one charge of common assault in January 2021 that was reported in December last year. Reports say the victim is Kyrgios's ex-girlfriend, Kiara Pisari. Yesterday, Kyrgios's lawyer asked for the hearing to be pushed back to November 25 because Kyrgios spends very little time in the ACT, but the magistrate was having none of that, calling it an indulgence that wouldn't be granted. A rev- six-week request was submitted and agreed upon, so the hearing is now set for October 4 in the ACT. The charge carries a maximum two years in prison. Kyrgios's lawyer didn't have to submit a guilty or not guilty plea, and while we haven't heard Kyrgios discuss the matter because he's been told not to by his lawyers, they say they are taking the allegations very seriously. Uh, It looks like it won't be the only time Kyrgios will be in court this year. He's being sued by a fan he called drunk out of her mind. So this happened in the Wimbledon final, which Kyrgios lost to Novak Djokovic. During the final, Kyrgios complained to the chair umpire about a drunk woman in the stands who was distracting him while serving and talking during his points. When asked who it was, Kyrgios said it was the woman who looked like she'd had 700 drinks. That woman's name is Anna Pallas, a Polish lawyer who was removed and allowed to return after explaining she'd only had two drinks and was in fact encouraging Kyrgios. She says Kyrgios's claim were entirely baseless and she says it's caused her and her family substantial damage and distress. So now she's suing Kyrgios for defamation. Yeah, she says, and here's a quote, the need to obtain vindication and to prevent repetition of the allegation are the only reasons for taking legal action. No court dates set for that one just yet. Let's go inside the octagon now because that's where Australian Ultimate Fighting Championship featherweight world champion Alexander Volkanovsky is regarded as the best in the business. Last night, he was voted the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world. Loose, he's the first Aussie to do it. Yeah, first Australian to do it, and it doesn't look like he's losing at top spot for a while. The best pound-for-pound fighter is voted by a panel of media, and Volkanovski was ranked number two behind welterweight Kamara Usman. But Usman suffered a shock loss to Leon Edwards on the weekend, so he lost his title, slipped to number four on the rankings, and allowed Volkanovski to get top spot. At 33 years old, Volkanovski has a record of 25 wins and one loss in his professional fighting career and has won his last 22 fights. He's beaten some of the best fighters in the world like Brian Ortega and Max Holloway three times. Yeah, he's some fighter loose, undefeated in the USC. It's a pretty incredible achievement for a guy who only took up mixed martial arts full-time about 10 years ago. We don't know when his next fight is, but reports say he might move up a weight division to lightweight, so stay tuned. 
NBA superstar Kevin Durant is staying in Brooklyn after all. Durant asked to be traded to another franchise, but overnight has committed to the Brooklyn Nets so loose. That means he'll team up with Kyrie Irving and Aussie Ben Simmons this season. Yeah, the big three in Brooklyn will be playing together this season after all. On June 30, Durant told the Nets he wanted out after three seasons since moving from the Golden State Warriors and earlier this month said he still wanted out. The thing was, given his huge $286 million contract and his stature in the game, very few clubs had the money or assets to put in a realistic trade for Durant, but overnight, Nets general manager Sean Marks said he'd met with Brooklyn's coach, Steve Nash, the team owners, Durant, and his manager in Los Angeles. And they've all agreed to work together this season with the aim of winning a championship. Durant is one of the best players in the world. And when the news hit he was staying in Brooklyn, the Nets' odds of winning the title next year were halved. Yeah, they're now sixth in line behind the Celtics, Warriors, Suns, Clippers, and the Bucks. Uh, the NBA season starts on October 18, so not long until we see Durant back out there with Brooklyn. Today's trivia question brought to you by the NBA Live app. Which year did Durant win the NBA MVP award? Uh, Luce, help us out with this one. Well, it was during an Ashes year. Good clue for cricket and basketball fans there, Luce. Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. One of the big talking points about rugby has always been the rules and they could be getting a tweak in a few years after the big wigs of Super Rugby met last week and had a powwow loose. I'm running out of business, Chatty. So some of the rule changes suggested at the conference in Auckland were things like a 60-second scrum clock, no yellow cards for deliberate knockdowns and less involvement from the television match official. The coaches and chief execs of every Super Rugby team plus the broadcasters were at the conference and there was an idea of a player draft discussed which could see Kiwi players playing in Aussie teams. Reports say the changes have been discussed to increase the popularity of the game ahead of the next TV rights deal, which is where major sports get the most of their funding. Yeah, it's a big deal literally for them and the changes won't come in, if any, until at least 2024. The current Aussie TV deal with Channel 9 ends next year, but there is an option for a two-year extension. Let's head to the UK because that's where Manchester United won their first game of the English Premier League season yesterday morning. They beat Liverpool 2-1 at home at Old Trafford and loose. It finally gave their fans something to cheer about. It hasn't been a great start to the season for Man New and new manager Eric Ten Hag. They lost the first two games of the season for the first time in 30 years. And you'd have to go back even further to 1986 for the last time they lost their opening three matches to a season. But goals to Jaden Sancho and Marcus Rashford put United up. And even though Mo Salah scored with 10 to go for Liverpool, it wasn't enough. Cristiano Ronaldo started off the bench, but came on in the 86th minute and Ten Hag says he can still work at Man United. That's despite all the talk that Ronaldo wants out. Yeah, big noise. He wants to be transferred somewhere, but he's at Man United for the time being. The win moves Man U to 14th on the EPL ladder and Liverpool, they're now in 16th, still without a win this season. We've covered a lot of different ways to drink a beer here on Sport Today, whether it be out of a trophy or a shoe. Lots of shoes, it seems. But yesterday, at the baseball, a fan did something quite unbelievable. He sipped a beer through a hot dog. Uh, Luce, 
How does this happen? Maybe he was inspired by the Tim Tam Slam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the fan at the Yankees-Mets game wearing a Yankee hat is filmed poking a hole lengthways down a hot dog Frankfurt. That's a bit weird, but he could have been putting sauce or cheese or something down it. But instead of putting it back in the bun, he puts it in his beer and takes a sip like it's a straw. Oh, my God. The tweet has more than 5 million views, but I don't know if I ever want to try and do that. There's some things you just can't unsee, Luce. Uh, If you want to unsee it, you can check it out because I put a link in the show notes to the video. It's not a great way to drink a beer, Luce. (laughs) No, definitely not. Time for Catch This Loose. Um, the AFLW season starts tomorrow, but tonight there's some required viewing, which I'm sure you're pumped about. Yeah, definitely. Fearless, an inside look at the AFLW competition. The docuseries going up on Disney Plus is released tonight. So it's going to be one episode a week to coincide with the AFLW season. But after having a preview last week, I'm super pumped to be watching Fearless tonight. Yep, can't wait. It follows four clubs from last year's AFLW season. Should get you primed for this year's AFLW. Can't wait for it. Uh, All right, before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by the NBA Live app. Which year did Kevin Durant win the NBA MVP award? Lucy said it was an Ashes year. When was it? It was an Ashes year and it was the years 2013-2014. Yep, that famous summer Australia won. 5-0. 5-0. Um, still remember that one very well, Luce. Uh, all right, that is us done for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you like what we do here on Sport Today, give us a rating, a review, subscribe to the show. It really helps us out and helps us grow so we can keep doing this for you. All right, Luce and I will be back with you tomorrow. We'll catch you then. Listener.